0: So great to see you, family. How are you doing today? You good? You good? That's great. My name is Brian Dunn, Connections Pastor, uh, front door to Faith Forward. Just excited, excited to be here today. I, I think some of you are going to get wet today. Any, anybody getting baptized today? Ah, oh, so excited Thank you for sharing this moment with us. This is, this is the kingdom of God growing. Well, today, I want to take just a few moments, and I want to talk about the better question. The better question. Now, I've noticed this pattern. We were at a, a college visit a few weeks ago, and, uh, you know, we're in the room, and so they had a Q&A time with the parents, and somebody would ask a question, they would say, great question, great question. I'm like, I don't know. And every time, they're great question, great Oh, thank you, great question. I'm like, hmm. So one time, my wife was actually a digital trainer for some different brands. And so, like, people would show up on her computer, and she'd coach them and train them. And I had snuck home to get some food to eat, and she's training in the living room, and I'm in the kitchen. And she says, you know what? There are no stupid questions. And I'm just a guy who never realizes how, where his volume level's at. And I said, are you sure about that? And she didn't even know I was home. It was just the voice of the Holy Spirit saying, are you sure about that? And she just like lost it and blamed me. And so, so I'm gonna be honest with you. Not all questions are great. Okay, if you've raised teenagers, you know that. You're like, they ask you a question, your first thought is really, really? Now, maybe you have a better response, but, but what's in your head? But we want to get to the better question. So <clears throat> it is kind of interesting how many of our prayers are actually questions also. Have we, have we recognized that? So let me start here. Dads, I have a great question to give you. Okay, this is going to be super helpful, super important. We are doing something in a month March 24th, we are going to have a daddy-daughter dance. How fun is that? And so dads, you know what a great question is? And when I say dads, I mean dads and big brothers and big brothers and like uncles and grandpas and, and maybe just those family friends that we call uncle anyway. They're not related by blood, but they're related by heart. And maybe there is, man, we, this is how we're saying it, to dads of all ages to dance with your daughters of all ages. And so it isn't just with like the cute little ones, like mine are 19, 17, and 15, and I'm, you know what, we're going to be dancing, okay? We're going to be, thank you, I hope that did, yes, great, that'll be great on, on social media, I'll love that. Actually, my daughters will love that, please tag them. Um... But dads, yeah, we're, gonna, we're actually going to have invitations for you, print invitations next week. But you can sign up on your app, uh, March 24th, uh, Daddy Daughter Dance. Super, super great. So we're going to start with a silly question. And there's a question that I believed at the time was one of the silliest questions in the gospel. I would read it, and it would make no sense to me. And I know we've talked about this chunk of Scripture in the gospel before. It's Jesus and Peter walking on water, okay? Like, pretty amazing moment. You can, you can see it in Matthew uh, 14, Mark 6, or John 6. And James, if you're nearby, I'd love to have your help. So we're going to have a little adventure, and we're going to dive into this a little bit. So James, yep, he's making his way to me. Excellent so much. So there we go. Give a hand for James. Great guy. So, yeah, just come on down. Join me. And if we can bring a little more light up, I would appreciate that. And we've met, but I don't remember. I'm Brian. How's it going? Good. Can, I'm just going to have you scooch over one more chair, if you would. Okay, James, come here. Come here. Will you hold this for me? Okay, you can tell me if my message is good or not. I downloaded it from the internet. No, I'm just kidding. It's fresh. It's fresh. Okay, so Jesus is walking on water. Now, if you read it in Mark, like, this cracks me up. It says, like, Jesus was almost past the boat, and they saw him and freaked out and thought he was a ghost. I kind of feel like Jesus is walking on the water, and they're like, ah, and he's like, oh, fine. Guys, it's okay. It's me. It's Jesus. And so, but, but Matthew gives us this wonderful little clue and we're going to dive into that cultural clue but this is in here I need to see this right she's doing a great job there we go John 14:12 and this is why James is going to help us here today if we can pull that up John 14:12 says oh so good I tell you the truth anyone who believes in me will do the same works I've done and even greater works because I'm going with the father So Jesus and Peter walked on water. So James, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to have you stand up here, okay? Stand, yeah, yeah, we're going to do this. Here we go, get on this ledge. Now we're not going to do parkour. We're not going to do like run, flipping, but I just want you to walk. There we go. You're just standing and you got applause. That's your, they love you. So I just want you to walk from this chair to this chair, but I don't want you to touch carpet. Like Peter and Jesus, they walked on water, but John 14 says this and greater will do. So like what can be greater than walking on water but walking on air? Are you with me? Like wouldn't that be really cool? So James, are you feeling it? Are you ready to just walk across? <laughs> I, he, he said no. Okay, so let's give him a little encouragement. Let's give him a little love. Come on. Okay. We've worshiped. We've sensed God's presence here, right? Yes? Yes? God's here. It's okay, man. You're going you're to do... No, okay, okay, okay. Let's do this. Walk on air. Walk on air. Walk on air. Walk on... Are you feeling it? No, no he's not feeling it. Okay, okay. Let's give James a hand. We're going to let him hop down. Oh, James, that was it. You did it. You nailed it. So great job. Thank you very much. Okay, and you're like, Brian, what is going on? Okay, so Jesus is walking on the water. Disciples see him. They freak out. They think it's a ghost. And then Peter asks this question. Jesus, if it's you, bid me to come. Okay, I know, like, first time I read this, sarcastic teenager. Second, third, fifth time I read it, sarcastic 20-year-old. 28th time I read it, sarcastic 30-year-old. I'm reading this, and I'm like, Peter, that's the question? Like, has he not seen a horror movie before? He's like the guy, he's like, whatever you do, don't go in the cornfield. I think I'm going to go in the cornfield. (laughs) Guys, whatever you do, don't go in the basement. I think I'm going to go in the basement. Ah, there's a ghost. He's walking on water. Peter, I think I'm going to walk on water. Like, what a whore. Jesus, if it's you, bid me to come. I, I can think of like a hundred other questions. Jesus, when you healed that guy, was it the right eye or the left eye that you cured from blindness? Jesus, when you like fed the loaves and the fishes, what kind of fish? Jesus, when you healed my mother-in-law, why? No, just kidding. Jesus, when you healed my mother-in-law, what was she sick from? Actually, my mother-in-law's here today. I love her. I love her. Maude, I love you. I'm not eating her food today. Okay, um, no, she is amazing. I am blessed with one of the world's best mother-in-laws. And I can joke because, yeah. Her name's Maude, she's adorable. And she loves attention, so she loves me right now. Before I I dive into this a little more, listen, I know we come from a ton of different backgrounds. If in any way you're offended by me having James stand on this chair, I know it's church furniture, and sometimes I just, like, I don't want you to email Pastor Kevin or Pastor Maria. Okay, they're busy, they got a lot going on. Don't email them, you can email me. At Pastor Ellie Bonilla at CalvaryOrlando.org. Okay, so just email me. Don't bother them; they got so much going on. So here's here's the thing, and Pastor Eric and Bless, I'm going to have you guys come up and help me. So Peter asks this incredibly unique question, we find the question in Matthew. And that's important. Matthew, the tax collector, he wrote the gospel to the children of Israel. And he put clues and hints in there that would be like billboard apparent to them, but might not stand out as much to us. So, Gabe, how you doing? Doing pretty good. good. Doing pretty good. Great job, excellent. Okay, so you have a scripture to read about Peter's funny fishing trip. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you would read that for us right now.
1: Okay. Matthew 17:27. However, we don't want to offend them, so go down to the lake and throw in a line. Open the mouth of the first fish you catch, and you will find a large silver coin. Take it and pay the tax for both of us.
0: Excellent, thank you, Gabe. Solid, solid scripture reading, Excellent. Okay, and Eric, if you would. Yeah.
1: Yes, and in another verse.
0: Yes, in Deuteron- Exodus sorry, 30. In Exodus
1: 30, 11 to 14, it said, Then the Lord said to Moses, Whenever you take a census of the people of Israel, each man who is counted must pay a ransom for himself to the Lord. Then no plague will strike the people as you count them. Each person who is counted must give a small piece of silver as a sacred offering to the Lord. And then all who have reached their 20th birthday must give the sacred offering to
0: the Lord. Okay, so how old do they have to be to give an offering? 20. 20. And I sent Gabe away too quickly. But when Jesus sends Peter on the funny fishing trip, if we can jump one slide back. And Eric, if you'd help me. If we can hit that slide with Peter's funny fishing trip. There we go. Um, Eric, if you would read that last line, take it and pay the tax for both of us, both of us, not all of us, both meaning 2 let's thank Eric. Great job. Great job. Fantastic youth pastor. I like him. Trust my kids with him. So Peter's on the boat. They see this figure walking on the water. The figure calls out to them and they're like, Oh, that sounds like Jesus. We just read this scripture about Peter's funny fishing trip where they were going into the temple. Pharisees like, wait a minute, pay your taxes. And so Peter looks at, or Jesus looks at Peter and says, hey, go, go find this fish. There's a gold coin. Pay for the both of us. And that tax needs to be paid if you're over 20. Okay, so I heard there are some middle schoolers in this room. So let's do this. If you are, I, I want to ask much of you, if you're 12 13, 14, I need you to stand. Just stand where you are. 12, 13, 14, it's okay. A little more light in the room. If you're 15, 16, 17, stand if you would. 15, 16, 17, stand wherever you are. 17, 18, 19, stand if you're in the room. Okay, I want you to repeat this one word after me. Disciples. Oh, come on, say it again. Students, let me hear you. Disciples. Excellent, excellent. Okay, now, if you are, I need you to join them. If you are 20 years old, please stand. 21, please stand. 22, 23, please stand. If you're part of that second group, guys, girls, I don't care. If you're part of that second group, 20 to 23, let's, let's throw in 24. I'm in the mood. 24. If you're in that second group, I need you to say Peter. Okay. I heard like two people. There were more than standing. Okay, come on, 20-somethings. I need you to say Peter. Peter. Thank you. Okay, disciples, let me hear you. Peter, let me hear you. Disciples, they're kicking your butt. Let me hear you. (laughs) Much better, much better. Okay, so this is what I think the age of the disciples were. And Peter went on the funny fishing trip because he was the oldest of the disciples. So that put him as the lead disciple. He was the one to help translate and imitate what Jesus was doing so that the other disciples could follow along. You guys can all be seated. Did such a great job. So now we're going to wrap it up and tie it with a bow. Peter asked a great question. Peter, as the lead disciple, didn't see a figure just on the water. He heard his rabbi. And his responsibility as the lead disciple was to do what his rabbi was doing. If you want to see a great picture of this, look at the interaction between Elijah and Elisha. There's literally a moment where Elijah's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom over here. And Elisha's like, sounds great, let's go. So, the disciple would follow the rabbi so close, so tight. Their responsibility was to do what their rabbi was doing. So, as a sarcastic teenager and 20 year old, I see Peter asking this question Jesus, if it's you, bid me to come. Peter, what are you thinking? Well, he's thinking if that's my rabbi, that's where I should be. It's not about walking on water. It's about if that's where my rabbi is, I should be with him. And so in church, we can have a lot of misdirected questions God, can you use me? Wrong question. Wrong question. We don't even need to ask it. He's already answered yes. He called junior hires and high schoolers to follow him and they changed the world. We're here today because of a youth group, and Jesus was their youth pastor. We're here today as part of a worldwide movement because of Jesus in a youth group. So we might ask, man, Jesus, something should be done. Should I do it? Silly question, (laughs) you don't even have to ask. This is the question you need to ask. Jesus, is that you? Jesus, is, is that you? Then I should be there. Okay? So I want us to close with this last scripture, the Great Commission, Matthew 28. <clears throat> and it says this. Jesus came and told his disciples have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples. Now this go, I personally believe, is not directly connected to geography. So many times we think we got to go here or go there. I think it's more about activity. God is asking you to be actively involved in building his kingdom. Now, I'm going to put a a strong question in front of you. But I'm going to put it in front of you because I know that we can love, reach, and equip you so that you can make this happen and make this a reality. Have you been personally involved in helping somebody find Jesus Christ. Okay? Because we want to love, reach, and equip, but part of that love, reach, and equipping is preparing you to stand before Jesus Christ. And I'll just tell you this, like you don't want to show up to see him face to face and not have anybody coming with you. With the love that he's given us, the love that he has poured out, man, we want to make that place a party. And so if you're in this room and you're like, ugh, Brian, I have it. Hey, I get it. I get it. I'm not mad at you. I'm not angry at you. This is what I'm saying. We can help you. We can love, reach, and equip. We can equip and support you to make that possible. So now one is, man, just a dream of praying with somebody to receive Jesus Christ. We have this incredible thing over here. We share it at the end of every service called Starting Point. And we get to pray with those individuals that not only raise their hand, but make their way forward, which is such a walk. And we've got a wonderful team. And I know he wants me to call him the whole team. But Joel and Miriam, will you just stand and wave real quick? They are the leaders of our starting point team. And if the Holy Spirit is stirring on your heart, I need to be ready to pray with somebody to receive Jesus Christ. Next Sunday, we have join a team. You need to show up, join a team, and you need to say, hey, I want to hang out with Joel and Miriam. I want to be a part of Starting Point. I want to be on the Connections team. We want to connect people to Christ. That's what we do at Calvary. Maybe some of you, you're just like, okay, okay, maybe it's not the prayer, but I I just love what God is doing here, and I want to be a part of it, and I want to encourage people. And so then, hey, hey, join guest services. Man, be that smiling face that people have when they're making the journey from these parking lots. Dear Lord, you ever like have to get out of your car and like pull up the compass app? You're like, okay, I know there's a church around here somewhere, buildings everywhere, there's a highway. Okay, don't go to the highway. Here we go. I just want to go to church. Hello. Don't you want to be a part of those smiling faces and say, hey, church is over here, come on. Come on in, here's a gift bag. Check out our cafe. Make your way up the escalators. Escalators, yeah, really escalators. Yeah, make your way up the escalators. Man, again, next Sunday, join a team, guest services. But there's so many other ways to be active, to go and make disciples. But if you're asking the question right now, well, can God use me? Guys, silly question. You know he can. You know he can. He used junior hires and high schoolers to change this planet. I think he can use you. Yeah. And for some of us adults are thinking, <laughs> I'm not a junior hire anymore or a high school anymore. No, so you should have it more figured out and you should be more in the game. Amen. Okay? Yeah. Come on, family. Amen. So, God's doing great things. And what we get to see in a few moments is the effort of all those great things coming together and people saying, you know what, this is a place where I can ask Jesus Christ into my life. This is a place where I can step into a discovery class and learn about faith and understand that I can follow, I can be like Jesus as he was water baptized, I can be water baptized. God's doing some amazing things and you are so much a part of it. And this is what we don't have to do We don't have to create crazy stunts to prove Jesus is here. We don't have to. And I'll tell you this right now, especially to a room of Pentecostals, like God is doing some great things across the state, uh, across this country. I have nothing but excitement for them. But we don't have to chase God doing something somewhere else. Okay? We just have to chase Jesus. Because wherever Jesus is, if we get the courage to get out of the boat and walk to Him, guess what? Amazing, crazy, wonderful things are gonna happen. And people are gonna say, I didn't know that was possible. And yeah, I don't either, but I was just chasing Jesus and here we are. So, here's the question Jesus, is that you? And if it's a yes, then get to it. God, can you use someone like me? Silly question. God, somebody should do it. Who's going to do it? Silly question. The better question, Jesus, is it you? I'm coming. I'm jumping out of the boat. So, in just a few moments, we're going to get ready for baptisms. And maybe you're in this room and you're thinking, I want to be baptized today. That's great. We can make that happen. We're going to have you come and join us in starting point, and we'll get it all set up, and we'll get you in the line, and we'll get you baptized today. But this is the priority before you're baptized. This is what you need to know. You need to know Jesus Christ personally. Do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? And there's that silly question again. Wait. Could God love someone like me? Silly question. But... You don't understand all the stuff I've done. Silly question. God loves you. He loves you so much. He sent the best of heaven to win you back. So let's do this as we transition from the message to baptism. If you'd all stand up with me. <clears throat> you're in this room today. Maybe you're here with a friend. Maybe you're supporting somebody to get baptized. Maybe you're here supporting some, some uh, teen challenge family members or friends. Whatever the reason is, you're in this room and you've been held back by some silly questions, but now you're looking at them and you're like, "Ah, I don't like these questions anymore. And maybe you're wondering, "Do do you think it is possible that God could love someone like me? Let me answer it, yes, absolutely. The question is this, are you ready to respond? And so I'm just gonna do a three, two, one, and then I want you to raise your hand if you are ready to answer the question I want God's love, I want his forgiveness. I want him to be Lord of my life. I want him to lead me and guide me. And you know what, maybe even today's the day you get water baptized. But wherever you are in this room, let's let's close our eyes because this is your moment, no one else's. Maybe today's the day, silly questions don't hold you back anymore. Maybe you answer that next week could join a team and you get involved in the kingdom and you get using the gifts, abilities, and personality God has given you. But today's the day we give him our heart. Three, you know he loves you. Two, even if you're scared, it doesn't mean you're not ready. One, if that's you and you want to ask Jesus Christ to be Lord of your life, then raise your hand right now. Just looking across the room. I see that hand. Thank you so much, sir. I see that hand. Just scanning around, looking to my right, scanning down on the floor. Excellent. I see that. Thank you. In the middle, I see the two hands in the back. Thank you so much. Jesus loves you. I see that hand in the back as I look to my left. Oh, God bless. Still looking. Another hand, more hands. God bless you. He is crazy about you. He would walk on water to get your attention. So glad you're here today. So let me pray with you. I'm going to pray a prayer, and I just want you to repeat it after me. And we're going to pray it as a family, but just mean it from your heart. And know that God hears every, every syllable. Dear Jesus, I love you. I need you. Please forgive me all my sins, the junk that got in between us. Fill me with your love. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your truth. Give me the courage to follow you until I see you face to face. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So there's going to be a burst of activity. We're going to be getting the platform ready. There's going to be some movement. But if you raise your hand for the first time, we got a great group of people uh, with our starting point crew. And we've got a starter kit. We've got a little Bible. We've got some stuff to just help you on your journey. I want to invite you to our discovery class, our new believers class. And it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing. Amen. Amen. Well, how many of you are excited for baptism? Amen. So I I want to tell you two things. One, hey, our baptism crew, we are so excited. I'm going to be over here by a camera and a microphone, and if any of you would love to share your testimony, we want to capture it, okay? Okay, baptism crew, if any of you, after getting baptized, are going to have a dripping wet testimony, I'll be over there by that big puffy white ball light. And uh, taking testimony, there's the light. Amen, amen, amen. Secondly, friends and family. Like we're church, but we're family. So as as your loved ones come up and get baptized, man, family mosh pit up here. Take pictures, but then just be mindful of others that are coming and going and just make space for them also. But we're going to celebrate each and every person Take pictures. Yea, God, the kingdom of God is alive at Calvary. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Josue, make some noise. Let's get some baptisms.
2: Somebody clap with us today. Come on, come on, come on. Amen. we be shaken we will not be moved we will trust in the God of our salvation My hallelujah belongs to you. Oh, my hallelujah belongs to me. My hallelujah belongs to you. Oh, my hallelujah belongs. Come on, let's sing it all together. So I throw up my hands. So I throw up my hands. Oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song. cause you got a lion inside of those hearts. Get up and praise the Lord, everybody sing it out, come on, come on, my soul, oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song, cause you got a lion
1: Hallelujah. Give God praise, everybody. Can you stand, and can you just be, give a little bit more energy? We got two more individuals that just wanted to jump in the line and they're getting changed. So let's worship. Don't don't let don't let it fall off, right? Let's go and worship, and then we'll baptize the final two, and then we'll send you guys out. But let's give the final two all the same kind of love and affection we've been given all the rest of them all right let's keep worshiping while we wait we got a lot to thank Jesus for. Let's thank Him one more time. Everyone put your hands up in the air. Let's worship Jesus. God, we take this moment. And Lord, we're not just enthusiastic. God, there's a genuine sense of awe, gratefulness, thankfulness. We thank you for all these lives that have just made that public declaration saying that Jesus Christ is my Lord is my Savior and I put old things behind me and I'm not going back. And God, we believe with them. We, we pray for them, God. Those habits, those lifestyles, those ways, old things are passed away and all things have become new. God, we lay hold of the future and the calling and the destinies upon their lives. So God, we bless this moment. We thank you for it. And we pray from this day forward, these lives bring so much glory to your name and there's so much freedom from this moment forward. We give you thanks. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. All right, church, give God a good praise. A good praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening. We hope you've been blessed by the ministry of Calvary Orlando. We invite you to join us in person at Calvary Orlando for one of our Sunday morning worship experiences each Sunday at 1030 a.m. To find out more about Calvary, please visit our website at calvaryorlando.org. Here you can find our latest events and ministry opportunities.
0: Thanks for listening, and God bless.